Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is Monday. Uh, what a weekend. Here we are. We're recording again. Red Lips No Jumpers, rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with Red Lips and No Jumpers. Season 10. So like that should like just roll off our tongues by now. Uh, sometimes we change it up. For those of you that have been with us since day one, thank you. For those of you that haven't, if you can stand to listen to us work out how to sit behind a microphone, start all over. Oh. <laughs> I know. Cringe. Cringy. That's, that's tough stuff. That's awkward. I was, uh, uh, we announced Thursday that we're writing our book, Homemaker Chic. And so we're going back and we're listening to episodes. And I was listening to one the other day and my girls walked in and they're like, that, you sound terrible. <laughs> Thanks, mm-hmm. girls. Thanks, so much. Yes, we tried to figure out on the editing side of things, like, why does Angela sound terrible? You know, and this went on and on and on and on. And Stu's oh, like crying out loud. I think it was like eight weeks. It was okay. That's a long time. Okay. And Stu's like, I, I don't know. What do you, I, there's nothing to do. There's something wrong. Does she need a new mic? Does she need a new mic cord? Turns out the mic was facing the wrong direction. Okay. So they're after <laughs> me the whole time. And I'm like, bloody guys. I asked you what to buy, and you sent me the link, and I bought exactly what you said to buy. I was like, oh, my goodness. So finally, if you see right here, Patreon people, let's see, can I do it backwards? Right there in, like, tiny, tiny, tiny letters. And I didn't have perimenopausal eyes back then, so I could read them, but I didn't even know it was there. It (sighs) says back. Yep. So, yeah, we launched the show with Angela having a backwards microphone. What do you Fabulous. Just Fabulous. No, there's no code. It's a credit card. <coughs> Sorry. There's no code. Sending, it's a credit I'm card. I'm sending my children off with my mom to go get smoothies. Like, here, children. Little sweeties. My kids are always like, what's the number? I'm like, you know the number. It's that number we use for everything. Oh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, Monday. Monday, Monday. And um, if you missed last week's episodes, this is season 10. And the theme of this season is bringing the fun back. And I love how timely these themes become. And this seems to be a very timely theme for a lot of you listening because we got your emails. Like a lot. Holy cow. Crap. Yeah. So it's, I love that. I love, it's just Providence that we seem to land at the right thing at the right time. So I hope that you guys are joining us and bringing the fun back. And today we're bringing the fun back to Mean Mom. As requested on a Patreon call. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, yeah. Mean Mom is... She's she's a, she's a beast. She's a beast and she needs yeah. to die. She does. Is that where we're going with this? Yeah. <laughs> the end. Have fun. <laughs> I thought it was like permission to be Mean Mom. Oh, pff, no. I think that's what she requested. Mean mom. Well, we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. We'll flush. We'll go all. We'll flush. The, yes. We'll go all over mean yeah. land. Before we get there, though, thank you to Toops and Co for sponsoring season ten of Homemaker Chic. You guys have heard us talk about Toops and Co since season one because this is the skincare that we use and the makeup that we use, and beautiful, clean products. So Emily runs this company with her friend, with her husband, not her friend, her husband Trent, and she has single handedly formulated really beautiful serums and salves and soaps and makeups and all kinds of beautiful things. So I we want you to salves. Salves? 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 
I don't know. Georgia <laughs> says herbs like a British person. Herbs. So do my girls. My girls are completely like, indoctrinated. They say herbs. Herbs. <laughs> herbs. Mm-hmm. Herbal. Herbal. Um, <laughs> so go visit Toops and Co. That's T O U P S, like soup, but with a T. Toopsandco.com hmm. and use the code CHIC10 because this season Emily is giving all homemaker chic listeners 10% off. So go and at least here's what I, if I were to like tell you what to get started with, I would tell you to get started with the Sea Buck Thorn Cleansing Oil. Yeah, I tell you what, it's just the glow serum and the mm-hmm. face primer and the charcoal bar. That's what I like. I would start there. Great, beautiful product. So thank you, Emily. Yes. Um, and and you go. did say something the other day that really like uh, I was chewing on in the kitchen this weekend. Uh, what Emily's done, I don't want to stay here too long, but what Emily's done is like she's made like a luxury brand. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a skincare snob. Like, I like Caudalie and, like, I like really good skincare. And, you know, we've all made a trip to the health food store and been like, oh, should I try that lipstick? Like, is mm-hmm. it going to taste like granola? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and you made this, like, comparison last week. Like, if this is not, like, health food store Mm-mm. free and clear skincare and makeup. This no. is luxury brand. It, yeah. it really is. I mean, I'm I'm not just leaving my face to a granola bar, okay? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, she does. She does amazing work. So I'm super, super happy to have her and super happy, frankly, to have a product that particularly like my girls, you know, as they transition into this part of their life. I'm Mm -hmm. super thankful to be able to have something like this to share with them. So, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, If I see if you guys are watching the video on Patreon, uh, you'll see me kind of looking over my shoulder (laughs) a few minutes ago. We're sitting down, we're plugging our mics in, we're getting all situated, and Shay says, oh my gosh, like, Stuart's, like, running down the driveway. Like, we don't run in this family unless there's something, no, burning. <laughs> well, I can see it right now. There is a gigantic UPS truck stuck in the snowbank, and if I'm reading the location of this UPS truck correctly, it looks like its back tires are in my garden beds, so I'm trying not to, oh. like freak out and be oh. angry yeah but Did, like the little red you know the stakes with the red reflectors or anything no to i have like huge i typically have huge boulders that kind of line my garden oh, bed yeah. so yeah. usually it's like not that hard to be like don't come here but there's like a six foot snowbank everywhere on the edge of yeah. everything right now oh the kids they love it do you guys so do you plow with your with your tractor yes we do Okay. Yep. So we plow with ours, but it, you can't get those like ginormous Wisconsin snowbanks, right? Yeah. So then Joel has to call in the real plow guy yeah. to really push things up so they can dig igloos and big slides and everything like that. Yeah. Our UPS guy got stuck uh, right around the like two weeks ago, around the New Year or something. So, uh, it's we tough. Just kind of stood out the window, like, "Do you need us?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I really like where we live because you would never know this house is here. No, Nothing is flat in our area, mind you. Like where we live, we're all in like these little foothills of the Cascade mm-hmm. Mountains and like nothing is flat. And so you you take a left into our driveway and you got to kind of go down this little hill and it's hidden behind all these orchards. Like you can't find it. And I like it that way because- Both of us are super like, yeah. hey. 
You'll never don't, find us. That's okay. Don't come. The yeah, end. Don't come. The end. Yeah. My mom. We have guns. No. <laughs> Please don't drive down my driveway. Please don't drive our dog. <laughs> when we first actually moved here, I remember a car came in the driveway. We don't driveway. It's like 200 feet of gravel hill. Yeah, it's a lane. It's, it's a, a lane. lane. I, mine is a, mine's yeah. like a third of a quarter of a mile. So yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, what's your problem? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, pokes his head out his window. He's like, meter reader. <laughs> just here to read your meter um i think sebastian maniscalco does uh a, a, uh in one of his comedy routines he does a take on that like the difference between somebody maybe it's somebody coming to your front door somebody mm. coming to your front door in the 80s when you were a kid when you're like oh who's here ooh, yeah ooh, ooh. and now you're like pulling the shades what are they doing what do they want you know yeah. like, it's just like this completely different <laughs> vibe uh, my husband we've had many a marital discord uh, <laughs> when we're driving and he can't find because he has we have a sense of direction difference okay. so it's a kind it's, way to say that it is it's a kind way to say that so it's you know typically i think i'm a, i think it's the woman that doesn't have the good sense of direction and the man does and it's oddly flipped in our relationship and so if i request him to turn around he will not turn around in somebody's driveway mm -hmm. he has been known to drive like another mile down the road mm -hmm. to make a u-turn at an it makes me crazy <laughs> like they're not gonna shoot you mm -hmm. just quick turn around turn off your lights mm -hmm. if you feel like you're gonna flare while they're watching jeopardy you know like yeah mm -mm. i wouldn't mm. turn around in somebody's driveway nope <laughs> I wouldn't do it either, Joel. I'm on not team. in the country, like really quick. I'm not talking no. like high pressure traffic nope. situation. I'm not oh, doing that to brother. them. Nope. That's an invasion of their privacy. Give me a break. Just, <laughs> that, just the apron. Just the apron of the driveway. In, you're out. You're in oh, and out. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Let's cue that wine okay. music. Let's do it. Let's not. Wrong button. There we go. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we want you to pour a little something, something, so that you can enjoy the rest of our conversation together. And this is the part of the podcast that is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. These are the clean, biodynamic, organic, naturally yeasted wines that Angela and I drink. I mean, exclusively, really, don't we? Yeah, it didn't. I, it, I, I'll admit. I know you. There, we have listeners on the fence, or listeners that like yeah. have foot in both ponds. It didn't used to be exclusive for me, and now it. Yeah, it is. Yep, it's that better not more thing. I genuinely would. I'm at this stage in my life. It's like I don't need a box of wine. I need like one really, really enjoyable glass. You know, and yeah. um, not that it has to be that way with dry farms, but you know, if you're on a budget, this is still a really beautiful way to enjoy wine. You just you're not going to put back three bottles with your girlfriends, which is not what we want to do anyway, because this is classy. We're keeping it classy, San Diego. We're chic. We're not homemaker wine night. <laughs> so here's what we want you to do. Visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and verify that you're 18 so that you or 21 rather so that you can enter. <laughs> And go shopping. You can uh, shop for three bottles, six bottles, nine bottles, or 12 bottles. You can try all of their reds. You can try their whites. They actually have a new special, even lower alcohol. So they've packaged together their lower alcohol wines. If that's something that you would like, you can do bubbly. You can really kind of 
pick your flavor, as it were, and that can be a one-time order, so you can just go, order a small box, and give it a try. Or you can set it up where it'll just kind of arrive at your doorstep every month. So you have a lot of freedom there. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. That's where you go and you get an extra bottle with your first order if you use that link for just a penny. So it's a nice little bonus for being a homemaker chic listener. Yeah. And if you're brand new and you just found this show because you're like, this year I'm going to be a homemaker extraordinaire. Dial back to uh, season nine, because right near the end, we did an interview with the CEO of Dry Farm Wines, and you're going to get a fantastic mm-hmm. education on biodynamic wines, like mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff there. All right. So, you got a bottle um, there, my dear. I do, because okay. right before we started recording, my bubbly box came. Yay. Love my bubbly S- box. I do, too. So this is a sparkling, uh, let's see. See that? Yep. Okay. Uh... I don't know how to do this in Italian. Radis. I don't know how to do Italian. In French, radis. radis. <laughs> right? I didn't used to be able to do that. I taught myself how to do that as an adult. Just just so you know. Uh, radis um, Paltrinieri. Paltrinieri. Yeah. Uh, this is a frizzante red wine. So it's it's a sparkling. Mm-hmm. Sparkling red. Spar- we'd call it a sparkling rosé. Pink champagne. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. However you want to describe that. I think you have a description for me because my phone uh, isn't in the room. But I love the label because it's actually like a um, – It's like a it's Da Vinci a map, but, thingy. But it's a map of like the all the grids of the farmland on their property. Mm. Yeah. Oh, like neat. Little, okay. Yeah, a little Da Vinci-esque yeah. for sure. So the cool thing about Dry Farm Wines is they have an app, just Dry Farm Wines app. And you can scan your bottle and it'll tell you kind of what its tasting notes are, what to pair it with. And so that way you make sure that you get the most out of this wine that you're buying. So the tasting notes for that bottle that you have are delicate minerals and light red fruit on a note descending to a palate of pure, crisp, acidity, fine textural bubbles and lively herbal component. <laughs> <laughs> it's really beautiful. Um, maybe it's radici. Lambrusco di sor, sor, sorbara. sorbara. There we go. Lambrusco di Sorbara. Maybe that's it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All we do is pronounce things correct on this podcast. I don't know we if try. you knew that. Mm-hmm. So pair it with a strawberry and beet salad, which, sa- which sounds so good right now I could cry. Right now, I know. Like, damn. <sighs> Green chili releno. Oh, which is my spirit really, animal really. love language food. I mean, Shrimp I cannot tell you how much <laughs> chili releno I pounded. Oh, you're gone. Can you hear me? Mm, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. During my pregnancies, chili releno and mole sauce, because that's all I wanted was spicy food and margaritas when I was pregnant, because oh, I was well. vomiting every other minute. And that's what made me happy. So we had like some dive hole in the wall, and I would get chili relleno or mole, mm-hmm. tacos on mole. Oh my gosh, so much. Chili relleno is- It's your spirit mm. food? Wow. I don't remember the last time I've had it. Well, it might be time. Yeah. Next yeah. time you get that bottle in your bubbly box. Good gracious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're keeping it fun again. Mm-hmm. Making okay. it fun again? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I just correct you? Yeah. Well, I think I like. Great. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I misspoke. Anyway, what are we making? We're making it fun again. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Doesn't matter. I can't believe I just corrected you. (laughs) Hey, idiot. (laughs) Hey. Making. We're we're keeping it fun. No, we're making it fun. (laughs) Um, 
All right, we're going to talk about Mean Mom today, and I guess we're going to take maybe some different approaches on this than sure. I, I was prepared for. I'm in Mean Mom for. mode because I just corrected you. <laughs> um, so if you are new to the podcast, Angela and I have 10 children between the two of us. She's got six. I've got four. And they're out of the baby stage now. So we are kind of out of that newborn stage. So Angela's kids are a bit older than mine, though our youngest are the same age. And so um, we're kind of real, really into that. Um, let's just say there's a lot of personalities. There's a lot of oh willpower going on where they're not quite old enough to like just be on their own, obviously, but they're mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I guess this is a new stage for us. Stuart and I have been feeling this shift a lot lately because we're mm-hmm. really coming out of this like, hey, eat your peas, wash your face. We're going to yeah. go take a bath and very much more into like navigation of their own personal yeah. self. Them- self. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Real fun. Um, let's start with Mean Mom when they were little. Were you a Mean Mom when your kids were little? Well, are we going to define – usually we start by defining <laughs> okay. what we're talking about. Okay. So are we going to define mean mom? Because it's is it going to be in jest or are we going to be <laughs> serious? <laughs> oh, can it be both? Can it be both? Yeah, I can be both. Um, I – yeah, I mean, not, this is not going to take away from fun mom. I don't think it, at the beginning it takes away from, from fun mom okay. for me. That comes as my plate and my burden gets fuller, okay? Okay. But at the beginning, so I was definitely fun mom, but at the beginning, I was definitely mean mom. Like, I waited till I was 30 to have kids. I had seen enough. I had seen enough of what I didn't like. Like, you know how you are. Some of us as a mom, you're like, I'm going to show them how yeah. this is done. <laughs> right? Um, and I learned my, uh, you know, I had my humbling moments along the way, but I was definitely... um. I I tell myself like if if first time mom could see mom today first time mom would think mom today is a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was pretty uh pretty on point and pretty um. I mean, like really wooden yeah. toys, not plastic toys, no screens. Da 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 da. You know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> All those ideals you can really feel your Cheerios with when you have like less than two point nine kids. And when your kids are little, I mean, they're they're just so much more controllable. It's like, you're going to wear this and this is how I'm going to dress you. And you're going to take this many baths a week. And Mm -hmm. here's the food that you (sighs) will be provided. Your fingernails are going to be this long. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that just, I mean, that just goes away. And for the mom who is sort of like, "Mm," likes those kinds of things, (laughs) then... When the children get older, I think like that's when it can really start to not be fun. Yeah, there's because, a reckoning for sure. You're, yeah, yeah. One day you wake up and you're like, "What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Why is your hair like that?" Yeah, I'm sorry. Give me your hand. What? Like, is, are we starting a garden under your fingernails? When did that happen? I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um. Mom ideals die pretty – they die. I'll just – they die. I think they're great. I'm not putting them down. No, I, they're great. Start yeah. with ideals. It's like resolutions. By all means. Yeah. Head start. in the right direction. Head in the right direction. <laughs> Point yourself, girlfriend. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
But uh, but those go away. And I do think there is like this, these few years, and it probably is different for every mom, but like there's mm-hmm. a few years where you're just pissed off all the time because you do have this idea of what having children is going to be like. And you're like, yeah. and you have this, this mindset and, oh, this is, I remember when Georgia was a baby and like I got her sleeping through the night and she was a great eater and she was super healthy. And I was just like, God, I got this. Like, I what's so this. hard about this world? Like- my sister had that I'm moment. I'm doing great. <laughs> First child, dream child, second child, boy. She's like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Totally no. different. Yeah. And when you realize that your life is not going to be like you thought that it was going to be, mm-hmm. and your relationship with your kids is not going to be like you thought it was going to be, and your relationship with your spouse maybe is even like, when you realize mm-hmm. that your family is, is this living organism that moves and breathes and shakes yes. and shifts, mean mom can just like, <laughs> because yeah. you're kind of having to watch something that you th- thought like, you kind of have to watch it die. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. Mm. Isn't it? Jay. <laughs> it is. There's a, there's a. It's so I'm sad. <laughs> I'm like sentimental. I always think of songs. There's, I don't know how totally relevant this is, but for those of you that know this song, you know it's a tugger. Uh, there's an old Vince Gill song called Young Man's Town. I don't know It's this. real sentimental. There's a lot of like um, steel guitar and the. The gist is, even though you built it, it's a young man's town. And yeah. it's just like, it. it is about like, hey, you thought it was going to go this way. Yep. But guess what's not about you anymore? Yeah. It's humbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, things just don't work out the way that you think they're going to work. And I think plenty of our listeners have probably experienced that, like even with like divorces or, mm-hmm. you know children or sickness or job losses or huge moves or like losing a parent or, you know, these massive life things. And all of a sudden you're like, but we were going this way. Like we were on a sleep schedule. I had a plan. We were eating our peas. Like we were doing We were eating our peas and our fingernails were trimmed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're in, Mm -hmm. you're kind of just like wandering in the desert. So I will say that mean mom, uh, Mean Mom is getting better, but I've also been praying away Mean Mom for, like, (laughs) a very long time. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that – I think moms are allowed to be assertive and opinionated. Like, this is – we're the CEOs of our home, right? Mm -hmm. We're still the managers. Mm -hmm. We're still in charge. You're going to do your math lesson whether you like it or not, kid. Oh, yeah. I sat by a kid last night for 50 minutes after dinner for Mm -hmm. eight bites of soup. As just kept saying, just so you know, you can ask this whole panel right here and they will tell you this battle has been lost. (laughs) They've all lost this battle. Yep. And you will lose it too. Yep. I'm not going to watch Pull Dark until you eat those eight bites. Yep. I'll tell you what, if I was going to go head to toe with a battle of the wills, I would not go against Angela. Once when 18, Aiden was 18 months old. I mean, like, I this is the mean, like, so this is mean mom. Like, I struggled with that kid for an hour and a half to sit on my lap to read a book. And that is probably not a battle I would wage at this stage of the game. But yep. at that stage of the game, I had nothing else to do. And I was like, I'm sorry, my will, not yours. Like, yep. we're going to read a book. Blah, blah, you know, don't send me emails. 
Yeah. Uh, but did yeah, the kid good? True. He is very strong-willed. He still <laughs> knows when I get a look in my eye. He's like, oh, backing down, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, and this is a stero- stereotype, but I mm. do feel like the firstborn child tends to be very strong-willed. Yeah, and bless their hearts, the guinea pig. I mean, ugh. yeah, and maybe that's partly why. But every firstborn yeah. child I know, and I know a lot, they are all so strong-willed. I I imagine I'm a firstborn. You're I not, know, which is interesting. <laughs> but I am. Both my parents are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's huh. a lot of there's a lot of strong will going on, and the difficult part of that is as a parent, you're you're like trying to figure this out, and you just happen to be get like. The most difficult one right out of the gate, like right. Um, oh, the the contending, the the battles. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. Um, I'll tell you what. Mean uh, Mom did yesterday. Okay, tell me. Mean Mom threw a piece of salami across the kitchen. Shay, <laughs> the restraint I show in not throwing things. Oh, sometimes I I'm, do. <laughs> I. I can't, I feel like I can't. I feel like my big kids are like, really, mom? Yep. I feel like I'm on performance for my big kids. Like sure. That at this, like, now they need to see what self-control. <laughs> but like, I could just launch some stuff, man. <laughs> or just take a plate and just. Oh. Like. Yeah. I, I have a friend and I will not discl- disclose who. <laughs> but she is a very, she is a very self-disciplined person. Super self-controlled. But. Everybody has a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And she happened to reach this breaking point. And she went into her kitchen. She was emptying the dishwasher. And she had a stack of plates. And she just grabbed one. Bash, bash. Like plate by plate by plate went on the floor. Just she smashed the whole pile. And she's that like, you know what? I got like- done. I felt great. Got on Amazon. Ordered some new ones. Swept it up. <laughs> like, what about my day? Oh, that just sounds so cathartic. I live in a house where that, like, like so our relationship, like, Joel wouldn't, like, try to balance me out. He would just jump right into oh, the front. Oh, we're doing me. this? Finally. Yeah. So that can't, I, that's where, that's why I show restraint, because I have a couple people that would yeah. just let, like, oh, really? The gloves are off? All right. You let's, know, like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, censor, 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 censor. Yep. Um, I did see, I wish I would have screenshot, shotted. It, something on Instagram the other day. And I just sat there and it had a moment of like ridiculous validation because it, it was a it was a secular thief. It wasn't like a Christian, you know, feed or something, but mm-hmm. it just came up on my ticker. I think it was about mental well-being or whatever, and which I think is like like we use that word way too much, mental illness and mental well-being and all that. But it did address the stress of being a parent. Mm-hmm. The 42,000 decisions a day, Mm -hmm. dealing with rebellion 8,000 times a day. Like, Mm -hmm. it addressed, like, the wear and tear on the parent. And I just sat there for a second, and I just thought, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't read the article. I just read the (laughs) caption or whatever. And dang, like, just thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's – um. I'm still at the point of parenting where when somebody tells me they're pregnant, I'm like, huh. <laughs> Wait, you're going you're gonna to have to interpret that sound because I don't even – it just made me laugh. I don't quite know what you mean. I love children. I, I genuinely – I want everybody to have children. I think yeah. they're amazing, but they're, it's hard as hell. 
Like, mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is. You're not doing it wrong. If you're doing it right, it's actually really, really, really hard. If you care mm-hmm. about your children's character, you care about what kind of work ethic they have, if you care about yeah. their education, if you care about who they are as a human, then holy cow. Mm-hmm. Like, pe- there's absolutely no way to explain it to somebody unless – You've experienced it. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in any kind of like an elitist way. I think people can be, you know, you know, quote, like mothers in a lot of various ways. But what I mean is the consumptiveness of actually having a child live in your house that you are responsible for. So and claiming that responsibility. And claiming that responsibility. There's all different levels of claiming. Totally. We all all are going to define claim. A little bit differently. Yeah. And I mean, frankly, this is controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, no, I know. And don't <laughs> like, again, don't send me emails. I'm just saying what this is. Think about the amount of children that live from or that come from divorced homes. Okay. Like, Most. A lot. A lot of I children. Think I think it's the majority at this point. Are splitting yeah. their time between mom's house and dad's mm-hmm. house. And that's the mm-hmm. reality of it. Mm-hmm. The parents who stay together, who are raising their children together in the home, bless them. Um, There's no break. (laughs) There's no, hey, you're going to your dad's for the weekend. You know, there's no like, hey, somebody else is picking you up from school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that comes with a million challenges all its own. Right. But I'm just saying, the just the amount of hours that you're putting in, the amount of time, like you cannot Mm -hmm. understate Hmm. how much that is on you. <laughs> I don't quite yeah. know how else to say how consumptive Ooh, it is on you. Again, okay. especially if you're yeah. if you're caring about the end product at all. And yeah. so you know what? When you throw a piece of salami across the kitchen, is that great? No, it's not great. But I will it, – it's understandable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not good. Still sin. I apologize for it. But I was really mad. Because I had all this beautiful food for the kids for their lunch, and all of a sudden, no one likes salami. Everyone liked salami two days ago. No one likes salami today. Mom, why would you even get that? We don't even like that. So uh, It's winter. We're getting organized. We're getting clean. We are washing our sheets from American Blossom Linens, softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets here on the show. You know this. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. Shay and I love to call them modern vintage, and you need to be sleeping on them with a process called combing. All the rough fibers are pulled through these American-made, Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful sheets for your home. You will love them. I know you're in the mood to spruce things up. You want to make things fabulous for your home, beautiful. You want to survive winter in style. Do that with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use this equally as beautiful coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK20 for 20% off sheets, duvets, towels, beautiful linens that I know you will love as much as Shay and I do. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK20. 
A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokemon, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net because I know you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle, and I know you want to dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokemon. These beautiful vintage rugs are known to outlast their plastic counterparts, you know, those washable rugs, by two decades. I know your washable rug hasn't held up the way you want it to. All of the House of Tokemon rugs are heirloom quality, they're handmade, and they are made from the finest cottons and sheep's wool by directly from their website. Always enjoy free shipping in the continental U.S. or enjoy a custom sourcing experience. I'll give you a little hint. Follow House of Tokemon over on Instagram for the most incredible education on rug quality, care, and sourcing. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off a beautiful investment into your home. You're guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, no machine-made copies or replicas. You've seen them in our homes. Now it's time to dress your home in a rug. Visit House of Tokemon at HotRugs.net. That's HotRugs.net. And use the coupon code Homemaker 25. This is Angela. You've been following over on ParisianFarmGirl.com or maybe over on ParisianFarmGirl on Instagram. You've seen me redoing my home. You love the style, but you want to develop a little bit of your own style too. So here's what I think you should do. You need to visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com and become a member of my Old World Design Society. As a member of the society, each quarter, I'm going to walk you through making your personal space even more beautiful with three private design classes. We have a design forum that is overflowing with ideas for your home and like-minded old souls just like you, and of course, a quarterly publication print or digital with no ads. The current magazine, Winter 2022, is so lovely, if I do say so myself, full of plenty of design inspiration and DIY projects to keep you busy until the tulips come up. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com, become a member of this special community of like-minded old souls. That's oldworld.p-a-r-i-s-i-e-n-n-e, farmgirl.com. The food thing, and I guess it's bound to happen because like I can't control six pallets. The pallets. But the, excuse me, I hit my mic. The, um... The changing palettes is really pissing me off. I know. When I you mean, cook, you can have a palette, okay? When I cook, your palette's mine. <laughs> seriously. I mean, if it makes you gag and tears come to your eyes because you're retching, you're dry heaving, <laughs> then you don't like it, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you do that to me. I eat meatloaf. It's not going to go well, Okay. You make me eat a raw tomato, it's not going to go good. Mm-hmm. You get like two or three, brings tears to your eyes, get the barf bucket mm-hmm. tags, all right? But this, I don't like risotto crap. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for risotto tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This like, I don't know, oatmeal bake doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when flames start coming out of her eyeballs. <laughs> I'm just like, and then you hit I'm them sorry. in the face with the salami. Do you know what? When is the last time anyone made your mom a delicious meal? Because, <laughs> like, I'm stopping three times a day to think, what would they like? <laughs> and I'm over here with a stomach growling. All I want is freaking chili relaño. But I live in northern Wisconsin, and there's not a Mexican restaurant to be found. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's so true. It's, you know, here's here's how my my ideal has shifted over the years. Okay. (laughs) I went from like, here's the type of people that I'm creating and they're going to be they're going to be cultured oh, I feel this. and they're going to like go. they're going to here's their their favorite food's going to be saffron risotto and <laughs> they're only going to wear organic hemp pants <laughs> and they're going to from France, know, from France. <laughs> they'll be fluent in latin it's going to be they're going to be so smart um at this point my my target <laughs> has completely shifted to <laughs> at, at seriously at this point if i can teach my children how to hit their knees and mm-hmm. repent and right. a- and ask people for forgiveness and say i wronged you i was i was wrong i was wrong please forgive me I am a sinner saved by grace. Like, that's basically, if you can leave the house knowing how to do that, mission accomplished. Because at this point, your kids know you're a sinner. Like, they know that, my kids have seen me hit a wall. Like, I've hit Mm -hmm. a wall in anger. I've said things I shouldn't have said in anger. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've died on hills I shouldn't have died on. Um, I've, I, like, was a parent for 15 minutes before... I realized, oh, I'm actually not going to be able to, like, hold this together the whole time. You know? Like, I'm actually going to have to – my sin is going to come out. <laughs> They're going to yeah. know mom and dad are sinners. And the way that we deal with that as Christians is to repent, to ask forgiveness, and to march forward, you know, with the hope mm-hmm. that do things do get better. You do grow mm-hmm. as a human. You're continually being made more like Christ. And mm-hmm. basically, if I can teach my kids – how to do those things. That that's all like that's all I could hope for because they still have to learn that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the whole like, hey mom, mom's mean. Yeah, she is. And then she's gonna have to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> and then she's yeah. gonna have to like shock her. You're gonna mom's see mean. her battle with self-control too. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it shifts. That shook that uh, choked me up because it is really is what it, like you do realize you you know a few years into it. Yeah, wh- whether it's three or ten years into it, you start to realize, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. what really matters at the end of the day mm-hmm. is repentance. <laughs> you know, and that's always been my prayer for my kids mm-hmm. that they would they would feel the weight of their sin. Yeah, above all things, but. Do I necessarily structure my day around that prayer? Yep. Not not really, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, we just we have our little our little precious things and we cling yeah. to those at the same time not paying attention to like the overarching thing. Mm-hmm. And I think if I could give any encouragement to a parent, it would be you know, like don't sweat the small stuff. Your kid is going to be who they're going to be. And they're going to wear clothes that you don't want them to wear. And they're going to have hobbies that you're not interested in. They're going to be their mm-hmm. own person. Mm-hmm. And if you you can waste so – you only have so much energy as a parent. And if you invest that into the wrong things, then you don't have it for the right things. Yeah. And then you end up embittering them. Yeah. 
When and it's it, you know it's very clear fathers and also mothers do not embitter your children. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that we do that by nagging and and mm-hmm. nitpicking on things that we shouldn't nitpick. That don't on. matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, we do that to control. Yeah, because control's fun, mm-hmm. and control helps shape our little worlds the way that we like them to be. Mean mom, and that makes mom mm-hmm. happy <laughs> when everyone eats her risotto. In their hemp linen pants from France. Mom's happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that our household is holy. Those are two right. different things completely. Right, because a wise woman <laughs> builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. Bricks yes. By yes. rice kernel. <laughs> like true it's so so true Mm -hmm. um i was getting into mean mom territory pretty significantly not really intentionally but just like the nagging the net like have you brushed your teeth today have you washed your Mm -hmm. armpits lately have you unloaded the dishwasher do this Mm -hmm. do this do this Mm -hmm. and i got so exhausted and so did the kids so i finally just made them all up a list and it was it literally was like brush your teeth take a shower you know, each kid had their own, has their own chores. Stack the firewood, empty the dishwasher. Every kid yeah. was assigned a room. Owen has the dining room. Will has the yes. bathroom. Georgia has That's the living thank room. Thank you, Rosemary, for every thank kid you, being assigned a room. What do you need, sweetie? No feeding Nobody's feeding you oatmeal. There's <laughs> leftover oatmeal on the stove. Tell him you want some. That doesn't. So our, our, that doesn't do sister. anything for his palate. He's not in no, the mood for. Oatmeal. He's not in the mood for oatmeal. Is so distorted. What? Junior would like oatmeal. <laughs> ten, you? I have ten children, guys. Oh. Ten children. Oh, my gosh. Okay, check this out. Wait, hold on. I have to finish what I was saying. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so each that. kid got made a list, and each Monday it's printed out, and it has their home homework, their school stuff on it, the home stuff, the personal stuff. You're going to spend 30 minutes outside. You're going to read a chapter book for 45 minutes. You're going to yeah. practice your piano. The full shebang. And I'm basically right. now I give them the list. They're reading. And I'm like, mm-hmm. don't talk to me. Don't talk to right? me about having a play date. Don't talk to me about FaceTiming your cousin. Don't talk to me about Seriously. going to town for cough. Don't talk to me until the list yeah. is done. Because I don't get to do my stuff. And so now we're going to like, this is where I feel. This is where I thought this conversation was going to go. I thought this conversation was going to go to mean mom. Okay. So now we're going to make this beautiful segue. Here's I'm ready to print for the week. Here's my little clipboards with everybody's name on them. Yep. And I stupidly had them hung on a wall and they'd fall down and people wouldn't pick them up. Now they're just like in a wicker basket in the kitchen. Like, you want to play Minecraft for 25 minutes? Yeah. Go get kids that are building like Pemberley and Monticello in Minecraft. I'm like, you want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do your list. Grab grab the list. Kid. Now, Oops. instead of running through, have you, have you, have you, have you, I just say, yeah, go check your list. Mm-hmm. Go check your list. Right. You know, and it's actually been very, it's been very good. It helps keep me, too, from getting wound up so tight. Trying to hold everybody's mm-hmm. schedules and everybody's tasks. Yeah. And, oh, did I hear Owen on the piano? And whose laundry? Oh, like, what laundry is I know. I have kids that try to fool me. I practiced. I'm like, you wait, you you did? Oh, I had a kid today really? who was like, I read those two chapters for school. I'm like, uh-huh. wow, that's the fastest you've ever read in your life. Pray tell. So Stu is like, hmm. So pray, pray tell. What, what happened? Why didn't the teacher go to school why didn't she show up at school and oh i forgot oh okay. yeah oh yeah that I thing you read four minutes ago you forgot it right. 
Then, then let's call the doctor's office. Okay. Because we're going to have yeah. to read that again. Yeah. Because like, I've been a kid before. And when I was 11, I was taking flute and I bleeping hated the flute so much <laughs> that I would play all my songs into a blank tape on my pink cassette player and record myself. And then from my closed bedroom, I no, would play that cassette didn't. over and over and over again. So my parents thought I was practicing the flute. This is why you can't pull one over on your parents because your parents used to be you. Right. Okay. Oh, I've told, I've gotten up in my kid's face. I'm like, I am you, you little <laughs> punk. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. We've had that throw down. Um, so <laughs> we were having the conversation about social gatherings the other day. And mm-hmm. you know how when you get older, you kind of get a perspective on who you were and how it kind of came yeah. to be. Right. The first time I ever got caught skipping school. Um, I never got caught. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, here's how I got caught. Uh, my dad was actually really good friends with our attendance lady. And I wrote myself a note and signed his name on it and gave it to her. Like, Shay, she'll be excused for sixth and seventh period. And she calls my dad. She's like, Sean, this isn't your signature. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> really thought that one through, Shay. But do you know what it was? Hmm. It was a pep rally. And like, when you put that many people into a gym, you know, this was like a public mm-hmm. high school. There's like 2,000 kids. And like I my would get sweaty and like I hated stuff like that. Oh, you – wait a minute. I you skipped didn't want to go? I didn't want to go. The, so I okay. skipped it. You know, so now okay. like, And in all fairness, I only cut classes like once. Okay. Well, <clears throat> aren't, you, aren't you holy? Um, but now like when my kids are like – if it's a big social thing and they don't want to do it, I'm like – Let's not do it then. Like, I remember that. And that was terrible. And I hated being forced to do stuff like that that you didn't want to do. (laughs) Yeah, we've been through it, kids, actually. One of my children, I won't say who, said to me the other day, Daddy must have never been a preteen. I'm like, think about what you just said. (laughs) Just think about that for a minute. (laughs) Do you know where I met your father? (laughs) everybody goes through it kids everybody that's cute very cute uh (laughs) so when we had our patreon call uh our fangirl call so the main mom came about i think because we had a listener saying like what can i make my kids do like how much (gasps) burden can they handle uh, so we want to do we how much time do we have left? I'm yeah, no, we got time. We've got 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, do we want to go there? Because sure. then like when when mean and mean mom is a fun way of saying like, you're going to like you're a member of this household. This house is a <clears throat> functioning organism and you have responsibilities. We all need to pull our own weight. Mm-hmm. How much bravada does mm-hmm. mean mom get to show? A lot. A lot. In my house, a lot. Mm hmm. Um. I don't really have – I don't know how to say this in a good way. I don't have, like, crazy high expectations for my children in terms of, like, oh, they're going to they're gonna go change the world or they're going to be – they're going to get a really high-paying position or they're going to be the yeah. next, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. Like, please, no. No. <clears throat> I expect my children to be very average and I expect mm-hmm. them to live very average, you know, Lord willing, faithful lives, quiet mm-hmm. and content. And that would be my greatest hope for them. Mm-hmm. Um, to do that, you have to know how to grind <laughs> because yeah. 
when you think about marriage, like the first couple years of marriage, you know, they're hot and they're heavy and they're flashy. And mm-hmm. and then that, you know, sloughs away and you are you are kind of left with this like daily willingness mm-hmm. to just grind mm-hmm. it out with this person that you're committed to. Right, right. That doesn't mean obviously that there's not love and that there's all these incredibly beautiful moments and intimacy right. and, you know, yes and amen. But – you still kind of are going through this. I'm still choosing to be here with this person part right. of things. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for, you know, most jobs. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a plumber, like you kind of just got to go be a plumber every day. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's going to make your skirt fly up every day or that you're going to like find your ultimate purpose in those things. Yeah. But I think the only way to like, to really get that underneath the skin of your children is to work on learning how to do that and being like, you know, you don't want to feed the chickens. I don't care. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Do you think I wanted to make you <laughs> saffron risotto? No. <laughs> I wanted Chili Relano in bed with Captain Poldark. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I will say like, I'm pretty good at the grind things because I am type A and like, I know how to work yeah. and I expect my children to know how to work. I'm actually trying to dampen that with like saying yes to the can, when we can we have hot chocolate when we finish the farm chores. Yeah, great. Like saying yes, yes so that the grindy stuff doesn't feel quite so grindy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That was um that was uh advice. I don't know if my mom said it to me or grand my grandma a long time ago that and they themselves tried to employ that like to counter these expectations and what you're trying to create and what you want to do, say yes whenever mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Say yes, do the fun things. Yes. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, but like in our family, we call it making deposits. Mm-hmm. So if I, you know, take a kid into their special store and they get to spend $10 picking something out, or if I make something that I know that they're going to love for dinner, or if I, you know, buy them new pillows for their beds, like, you know, these are all like deposits. Like, hey, kid, I was thinking of you. Do you want to come do this? Do you want to watch a movie together? You want, let's mm-hmm. go for a walk. I'm going to go run this errand. Do you want to come with me? There's so many beautiful ways to make deposits um, with your children. But I think you you got to watch the bank account balance because if you're going to ask for withdrawals, you're going to do your math lesson, kid. You're going to practice piano. You're going to help us butcher these ducks. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. going to clean up your assigned room. You're going to ask for forgiveness from your sister. Like, you're going to do these things. Those are withdrawals. Mm-hmm. And so I think mean mom, mean mom can like bring it so long as that's not the only piece of you that your children get. Mm-hmm. Because that's not fun for you and that's definitely not fun for them. Did somebody not give him his oatmeal? I, I can hear drama. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Junior? Joel's not home. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's like all those like cliche, there's cliche things that are very, they they ring true, yeah. you know, say yes when you can, uh, with privilege comes responsibility then for the kids, you know? Yep. Like, yeah. The the new pillows aren't your divine right. The yep. the horseback riding lessons or the, the you know, mm-hmm. whatever, if it costs money, like, you know, I know I remember growing yep. up, like, it was a really financial – it was a big deal for my parents to pay extra money for me to be insured on the car insurance policy, mm-hmm. you know, when I got my license. Um, 
Yeah. 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 That's just, right. Just make sure that mean mom isn't the only person that you are. Yeah. You know? And I don't think mean mom, I think we need a different word for her because I think of mean mom like, mean mom's throwing salami. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I like, I like the word pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Like, like, this is the way the world operates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I can train you to like operate this way. Yes. And then it won't be such a shock. Yes. When you leave the house. Yeah. You're going to you know. You have to do the job. You don't always like it. Sometimes you don't get paid what you're worth. Da 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 da. You know, mm-hmm. like, and so on and so forth. You go to somebody's house. I tell my little kids, like, what are you going to do when Mrs. So and so feeds you mm-hmm. whatever and you don't like it? You're going to muscle it down. Gag reflexes and all. Yeah. Thank you. This smells delicious. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. And the same thing is we, true in our for- family. We say, "Put on your Tuesday panties." Like- <laughs> <laughs> my old boss used to say, <laughs> "Well, she had some funny sayings. One of them was like, I'm putting on my big girl panties. Like, just put mm-hmm. on your big girl panties and just do the thing.'" She also used to say, "Like, I'm going to wear my brown trousers," which meant like even if you pooped your pants in fear, like you wore your brown trousers and you just marched in there anyway and you just did the mm-hmm. hard thing, and mm-hmm. you did it scared and you did it. You know, with gumption. That's not the right, right. word. Stuart, sure. Stuart always gets on me. He's like, you know, you just use words randomly that aren't actually Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tysoning your way through the conversation. I think gumption works. Yeah. So pragmatic mom. <clears throat> pragmatic mom is invested in her children not being leeches on society. Mm-hmm. She's interested in them being hard workers and being capable of doing hard things, they're sturdy, they know how to, mm. they know how to grind. Mm. The daily grind isn't all a bad thing. I know we joke about right. that in our thing, but everything's a daily grind. <laughs> yeah, right. Dishes are a daily grind. Um, you know, even friendships. It's like you're still going through your ups yeah. and downs with your friends. There's no, mm. there's nothing lengthy or worthwhile that doesn't become a grind in some capacity at some point. Right. You want chickens? You want the novelty of like the egg and the you want the excitement? Like you're going to have to clean the coop. coop come February. Yeah. Um, but when Mean Mom has that, the, her pragmatic glasses on, what those do is they give her the big picture. Mm-hmm. And then you're not seeing like each little thing is like a microcosm. You have like this big picture, and that's what keeps it fun. When you have the big picture and you can see the end result, mm-hmm. you see, okay, we've got sin, we've got, we're operating here, we're growing, we're flowing, nothing is promised to me in this this little period of time that I think it should happen in. Yeah. When you're operating with like your big picture pragmatic glasses on, it sort of like takes the stress off. Big time. Keep hitting my mic. <clears throat> big time. You know? And then that's what keeps it fun because then yeah. you're not like just carrying this burden and you're not thinking, oh, this is all on me to shape this moment right now. You know, like, seriously. Ugh. seriously. Let's, yeah. we've got five minutes left or just a little bit less than five minutes left. So let's like. Maybe less with the drama outside my office. <laughs> let's <laughs> talk real fast about like, how do you, how do we make that fun again? Like, what are some things that we're doing right now to bring, to bring something else in? To bring that like, hey, remember when it was like actually fun to be a parent? Remember when you wanted to have children? Remember when they were squishy mm-hmm. babies and you just got to eat their little cheeks? And like, like these are good things. 
can you know you can't think of anything right now because your children I'm are so screaming distracted outside I'm like, their window. what is going on out there um so you you start all okay me. well one thing i'm thinking of is like you know we've we, i've shared with you my weakness for um having children in my kitchen uh it's mm. really difficult for me but it's it is important to my children so i committed to having them each get to choose something that they want to make and once a week mm-hmm. i'll bring so everyone gets through in the kitchen once a month with mom one-on-one energy what do you want to make for dinner i'll make sure we have mm-hmm. the supplies and we'll learn how to do this thing together. You know, you want to learn how to make yeah. spaghetti. You want to learn how to make a chocolate cake, whatever. Mm-hmm. I will sit down there with you and do that. And it's difficult, but it's fun. It's filling at the end of it for mom. You're like, hey, I got to actually hang out with this little human who I like. Come here. You want to sit on my lap? He can. Okay. When I record, he's allowed to watch Donald Duck. <gasps> Okay. I'm almost close to the door. Okay. There we go. Um, you actually sent me this really beautiful cookbook to share with my daughters for Christmas. So thank you for that. So oh, you're welcome. Georgia grabbed it and she put a tag on every single page that she wanted to make, which was literally the entire literally book. Everything. I'm telling you, we were we were at a gift shop, the girls and I, and we saw that and we're like, this has to go mm-hmm. to the Elliot ladies. Mm-hmm. It was it so has fun. To. Uh, Shay's heritage is Norwegian, and this is a Norwegian nature-inspired baked goods cookbook, so. and it's so fun. So I let Georgia pick out one thing because I immediately got overwhelmed. Right, <laughs> like every page, Georgia. I said, "You you choose one out. I'll buy the ingredients. We'll make one thing on Saturday morning, and that can be a thing that we do. And that's like, mm-hmm. let's do that." Um. I'm just unplugging, I think, yeah. helps fun mom come out, puzzles, walks, conversations. The other day, I just started a fire, and mm-hmm. I just invited Georgia downstairs. I was like, let's just go sit by the fire and like talk, yeah. hang out. <laughs> yeah, I'm in this. Uh, Aiden's about to get his license next week. But the last few months, <clears throat> excuse me, have been really enjoyable for me because – He's, he'll say, can you take me driving? Mm -hmm. I need practice, you know? And if it's like snowing, like I'm more prone to say yes Mm -hmm. than dad. Cause I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I, that's kind of my, like I said, I try to say yes when I can. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And it's just been so great to sit and watch him learn how to do this and just try to be chill, you know, try not to be paranoid, you know, and just spend that time with him and talking and so, you know, I've been making monthly – I always make a monthly trip to Green Bay for my Azur groceries. And so the last few months, he's been my chaperone. He's been driving me down. And mm-hmm. um, it's been really great, wonderful to have those pockets of time with him. And mm-hmm. they're very different than than the dynamic in the house. Even if there's a sibling in the backseat, it's still a different dynamic. Big time. Um, and just, you know, baking with the girls, doing the things. Mm-hmm. Um Julian got, you know, we got whittling. He got a whittling kit for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I've sat with him and just, just try to find pocket Pockets. moments with each kid in in their world, not mine. Because I've always been really good about bringing them into my world. Come into my office. I'm going to do this, and you can be here. And yeah. you know, not intentional time together, but you want to be together. I'm doing this. You can you can do that. But um, I'd like to think. Mm-hmm. That I'm trying to spend time in their world. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that's surprisingly fun, actually. Oh, I love it. Yeah. They're fascinating to me. Now that I'm out of like the swampy diapers and I can have like this slightly objective view as to like, oh, this is what's happening here. This is where you're going. This is what you're going to be. Yep. It's dreamy. Yeah. I mean, it fascinates me. Teenagers are fun. They stress me out, but Mm -hmm. I really enjoy teenagers. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also fun in so many ways. Like one mm-hmm. of the ways that we are really intentionally bringing fun back is putting on music. And I've been introducing yeah. Georgia to some of my favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. And really cool. So that Olala, Olaya is actually how it's pronounced, Olaya, mm-hmm. um, by Blanco White, the most fun song that's ever existed in the history of the world. Well, wouldn't you know, Stu learned it on the guitar, which made me oh, melt, oh, made me so high. Right? I'm like, <laughs> okay, sorry, TMI. And then- and then Georgia heard him and she was like, I bet I could lo- learn those chords on the piano. So Stu mm-hmm. printed her out some blank, sh- you know, lines and hit- mm-hmm. they sat together for, I don't know, I think like four and a half hours the other night trying to piece together this little fun song. It was just See, so neat. That is where you circle back around mm-hmm. to, oh, those things I wanted when you were four years old. This is how they're going to manifest yeah. themselves. Yeah. It does... The fulfillment does come. Yep. There's this window where it like tapers away and you're like, oh, we're just going to be all boogers and all greasy hair. Yep. Forever. Yep. But it does come around and you get to go, oh, that did matter. Mm-hmm. That input did matter and it it didn't manifest itself quite the way I thought it would. But look at that. That's a beautiful thing that's sprouting over there. Yep. Yeah. And I'm learning slowly having my first little preteen daughter that if you want to affect the way that they dress because they're dressing like a slob, then you just have to buy nice clothes because they'll steal them all and just wear them. I'm like, well, okay, then I'll get to choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to wear some nice stuff. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We went a little over, so but that's okay. We hope that that's that helped okay. you bring the fun a little bit back to Mean Mom. Mean Mom. Let her reign supreme because yes. she has good points and bad points. Yes, she does. She's, yep. Yes, she does. Um, again, so we would – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We would like to invite you uh, to follow us over on Patreon.com because, as Shay said last week, this is a, a sponsor and Patreon-supported podcast. And as we announced last week, we are writing our first book, our requested book, Homemaker mm-hmm. Chic. And uh, you're going to love it, just saying. Uh, but for our fangirl patrons, we will be dropping unedited excerpts from that book every Friday over on Patreon.com, along with the video version of the show and, oh, you know, the printable or downloadable cookbooks and all that mm-hmm. jazz. So Patreon, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. We would so much appreciate you. Just go check it out and see if it's for you. We'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And... um follow us over on instagram in the meantime yep. lots of people on instagram holy cow yes we're gonna be back on thursday yes we're gonna make something else fun yes we are okay, okay. we'll see you guys back here cheers cheers cheers